you ever been socially anxious? Have you experienced social anxiety? Yeah, I experienced social anxiety. I think in my early teenage life, I think around 15, 16, thereabouts. I think that when then I was in secondary school, God, it was so bad. But I think in Nigeria, about the fact that you have social anxiety, nobody really cares because you're supposed to be strong. Imagine going for somebody that you're an introvert, not that you are broke. You have money, but it's still like staying you out. <laughs> you know, it's like you have money that you know. But deep down, that scared me to child never actually. I know for sure. If I walk into a room, I know that people are going to look at me in a certain type of way. I know that no matter how. <laughs> I, have this, I have to carry my. Wow. I will understand if our parents don't understand the concept of social anxiety. But the purpose of this episode is just to educate and sensitize you guys that yeah. social anxiety does exist. <laughs> and the fact that this person is the loudest person with the person's friends does not necessarily mean the person is not socially anxious. You have to get yes. the person comfortable with you for you actually see that side of the person. It's not necessarily for me. That's just primitive way of thinking, personally, if you ask me. And if I usually anxious person, Hello guys and welcome back to my podcast. Welcome back to Hello Twenty. I remain your host, Biva, and on today's episode, I have a very, very special guest. And I'm not saying special because it's my friend, though. But yes, I feel like she's very special, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Tell me, who are you? Hi guys, my name is Natasha. I'm a law student at Minnesota University. <laughs> So your life, you know how much is going up. Why have never been Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I don't want. Was I mention hairstylist? Please do. Okay, I'm a hairstylist. That very rude, hairstylist. That's it. Yes, I don't like doing this with my friends. Please, Please. don't have sense. Disclaimer: Don't ever. Is it disclaimer? Warning: Don't ever do serious things like recording <laughs> with your friends. So yes, on today's episode, today's topic is social anxiety. So I believe I have my guest today has gone through, has experienced social anxiety on a very much first-hand level. So I'm going to ask you today, have you experienced, have you ever been socially anxious? Have you experienced social anxiety? Yeah, I experienced social anxiety, I think, in my early teenage life. I think around 15, 16, thereabouts. I think that when then I was in secondary school, God, it was so bad. But I think in Nigeria, about the fact that you have social anxiety, nobody really cares because you're supposed to be strong. Imagine going to tell your African mom that you have social anxiety <laughs> while they are bullying. How do you want to explain that one? Because she'll be like, what's social anxiety first? Before she'll be like, oh, yeah, go and watch the play too. But it's a very serious thing. And I think most teenagers will experience it. And to an extent, it makes you suicidal. You think about so many things like, why not end it all? Especially if you're in a place that you're bullied. It's very bad. Yeah, like you are doing that and you're forming. They say forming. I say forming in quotes because they don't know what you're going through. You're scared of leaving your comfort zone. But all they are saying is, why is she not talking to us? Who do you think you are that you're not talking to us? And it can be really bad. So can you share your personal experience with social anxiety? And like, when did you put a name to it? Like for me, I know I have social anxiety. And people hardly ever believe this because I'm a very outspoken person. But it took me a while. It was up until recently that I discovered that okay, this is this thing I go through is actually social anxiety. So what was your should I call it no, I won't say first experience because you can never really know your first experience. Yeah. So can you share your personal experience with us about social anxiety? And when did you finally know that okay, this is the name, this is the name tag? 
tweet. Okay, I knew I had I I assumed that I was just a private person or an introvert. I just in my head, you know, there money to get. <laughs> I just realized I was broke <laughs> and depressed, <laughs> and I had social anxiety. I think I'll go to school in my SS classes, SS one. I think it started in SS one because all my friends were all in science classes, and I was the only person in art class. I was like, okay, this is bad. There are days I'll be like, God, do I have to go to school? Why can't I just stay in my room? So it was a strange environment. Uh, it was a strange, like, yes. So it's the whole environment, the change of environment. I'm leaving my comfort zone. I'm coming. And then I was in a place that they were not really nice. They were not very nice to me. Like, they were mean. I'll say that. My secondary mates are going to come for me, but they were mean to me. <laughs> they, were, they were very mean. Because I was somebody that, you have to talk to me before I talk to you. That's just how I am. And you reach a point where I'll come to school. I'll be at my desk for like the whole day. I will not even want to leave that place because I'm like, why do I have to interact with people? Can I just be alone? Please don't make me. <laughs> it was so bad. But I realized I had that. I think when I finished, I finished secondary school. And then I'll, I think that was 2021. Yeah, 2021 thereabouts. I'll be in the room. Sometimes my sister, my other sister, be like, "Why am I only in the room? She's not really sure, but she'll just ask me." Coming from somebody that doesn't leave her room either, <laughs> it's funny because people say we act the same. She doesn't leave her room. You can stay in the same house with her for all, the whole day, and she will not leave her room, and that's me too. Yes, my bed, my bed is my happy place. I love my room. I know her parents now. Like, why are you inside? Is this what you do when you're in school? <laughs> I want to sleep in, and I'm not like it's not that if I'm sleeping, but I just want to be there because yeah. I don't like mixing around. And then people are body odor. It's better. <laughs> now about social anxiety, but you have dragged body other people into this. That's seriously. No, but seriously, that's like these are where they, they are triggering the whole thing. I think there are certain things that make you know so mixed with people. Like if you're someone that has been bullied before, that's one of it. For somebody that you're an introvert, not that you are broke, you have money, but you still like staying your house. You know, when you have money, then you know whether you're an introvert or not. <laughs> so you are just broke. <laughs> Um, and you are recording podcasts, you are dropping tributes for people. I'm not happy. I don't like that. You're attacking my listeners and future listeners. Let's go straight to the point. Leave broke people alone because I fall into this category. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> so, yes. No, but sometimes you, if you're an introvert or you don't just like to mix with people or like you have gone through a trauma or sometimes you watch someone die or something, some like there are things that actually trigger this stuff. I think for me it was the whole bullying stuff. It made me because I think I was a I was a very jolly person growing up. I was I was always happy. And then life just hits me like that. And it was very strange. I been entering the whole teenage age. You know, you're having your mood swings, you're having the changes, you're not understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is hitting you at once and then you are in a very toxic environment with very toxic people. They are judging you for every single thing you are doing. If you walk a certain way, they are going to judge you. If you talk a certain way, if you behave, yeah. It's just society in general expects you to act in a particular way. So the whole thing just makes you like, is there any me? Can I just stay in my room? 
Personally, I feel like social anxiety never actually leaves you. Because I feel like the backdrop I mean, the reason why I am a socially anxious person, people will find it hard to believe. I'm only saying this, but I feel like the, the reason was, okay, when I was in primary school, I was very much bullied. I was bullied in primary school. I was bullied in really secondary school, like junior class. I was like, still opening my eye, like, okay, what's happening? It's our school space. But deep down, that scared little child never actually left. I don't know if, mm-hmm. if I walk into a room, I know that people are going to look at me in a certain type of way. I know that no matter how... I have this. I have to carry my glasses. You can never understand the psychology behind it. My glasses are like my mask. If I'm not with those glasses, I the confidence is it's just like it's not there. It's really under this hot sun. So yes, that's that's one of the reasons. But then people now there are misconceptions yeah. about social anxiety. People, people really understand. I walk into a room. I have my shades on and. Yes, I walk like the most confident person, but you really don't know shit about what's happening in my heart right now. But then you know, like, this girl, to the form. This girl, it's not about forming. But, like, deep it's to, like, how do I walk into a room and then just look at you that I barely know, I don't even know you. And I was like, how far? Do... People are actually, people that are actually very, very social like that. But that's, yeah. sometimes, even if I know somebody, I'm walking, I'm walking on the road. Some people call it bad manners, bad manners, whatever. But you have to say hi first before I actually say hi. Yeah. I'm not going to say hi. I don't get why people actually get mad that I passed you and I didn't greet you. You can always say hi. And if you say hi, I'm never going to be rude and not say back. And I think people that have social anxiety are very, like, aggressive in a way. I feel that way. Because they are very defensive. <laughs> they are very defensive. Their guy is always going to be up. Like, please, don't come close to me. And then people will like... There's just a misconception about the whole thing. And it leads to a lot of things. Like, there are so many things that actually lead to this whole social anxiety stuff. Person- it, like, Personally, I don't feel like everybody that has social anxiety is defensive or aggressive, like the way you said. I've met people with social anxiety that are not exactly aggressive. They're the calmest people. But then people still think that they're from. That's the thing. And personally, I feel like I'm... I, I, I always relate to people that have social anxiety so much yeah. because I've been there. And in as much as people find it hard to believe, I've been there. And then those misconceptions that, okay, for because you talk in lot, you cannot be social, you cannot be um, a socially anxious person or because you are very outspoken, you cannot be a socially anxious person or you have so many friends, you cannot be. But people yeah. really don't understand that. The people that make you comfortable, mm-hmm. you will always be yourself around exactly you cannot just walk into a room like i said and a whole lot of strange faces and then you are those do you understand it's, it's very it's very very different that until, kind of thing for me until you get to know me i'm the most quiet person and then you get close to me and then you're like please can i get a refund <laughs> It's not what I ordered. <laughs> because no mouth. I'll be so clingy. I'll be I'll be everywhere. And then you're like, what happened to the kind girl that I met? And I'll be like, I've never ordered online before. <laughs> Most of the this is what I got. No, but they, they are always like some particular people, like a group of people that you are comfortable around. Definitely. And then you'll be so free with them. And it's just, they're just where, it's just a place where you are happy. You are at peace. You know that you are not judged here. Yeah. Nobody is going to come for you for anything you do. They are always going to love you in spite of everything. 
except for my friend group, they will still attack me. <laughs> so yes, there are strategies and yeah. there are techniques. Like I said, I will always have my shades on. Mm. I don't play with my shades because that's my strategy. That's my technique. I'm masking everything. So there are strategies and techniques that people take to use to adapt so, yeah. with their social anxiousness and everything. Mm-hmm. Me, for me, my shades definitely, and I carry myself in this very, very confident manner. Mm. <laughs> don't understand. You don't understand what's going on. So for you, what are those things? Okay, for me, when I'm in like in a group or in a crowd, what I do is I look for a familiar face. Like when I'm debating, not like debating, debating. There has been a while since I've debated. But I think back then when I used to debate, I would look for a face, like a familiar face. Either, I used to do that with either my brother or my very close friend. That's how we like this. I look like for a very familiar Chamba face. Chamba, we like this. <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. I look for a very familiar face. And then I'll look at you the whole time. And it will help me, like, I'll be calm. Because I'll feel as if I'm talking to you. And I'm not the whole group. The whole time, then people be like, wow, you talk so much. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> you don't. Honestly. You don't get it. And I think it's okay to be nervous. It's totally fine to be nervous or to be scared when you meet people or you interact with new people. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel that they are judging you or anything because mostly, most times they are because. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> Because why not? <laughs> so I think it's just normal. Okay. Just just adopt a technique that works for you. For me, it's just looking at someone I know. Like looking at my friends or family members. It helps me. So we have already established the fact that I don't know if we have established the facts, but we know deep down that social media is not the place that like social media people are very, very Oh god. And you have an impact on social anxiety. Yeah. You can post your picture and you are really thinking oh, this is the fiest thing <laughs> after after toasted bread and then someone is like, why is your face like this? Why is your nose like this? Why do you look like this? Do you understand? Why are you so covered? You why are you exposing your body so much? Like, oh, yeah, social media has, has impacted it very much because not only social media, mm-hmm. the media actually, yeah. because the people that cannot come and say shit to your face, I'll go, yeah. The media mm-hmm. as a platform to just tell you whoever you are and they will trash you. Yeah. We have anonymous. We have those things. How has that impacted the social anxiety for you? I remember when they dragged me online, they say something of how you felt it for me, and oh. I was like, I did not even, because I'm wow. it. So how has it impacted personality for you? Social media is not something I'm, I'm into, mm. especially Twitter. I don't think I've ever had a Twitter account. Because do you really have that drag account? you? <laughs> <laughs> they will drag you. Because I will just go and cry. I will call my mommy. <laughs> Please, I'll call my mommy because the whole social media thing, anonymous. Ah, oh God, that one is on another level altogether. The funny thing is that that anonymous, they didn't even call your name up sometimes. (laughs) So why did it trigger you so much? I'm like, why why are you actually hiding? That was something that, are you a coward? Why don't you tell me to my face? You are hiding behind a platform and you are insulting people. You are dragging somebody's life. I think as human beings, we need to be very careful what we tell people. You don't know what anybody's going through. And you dragging the person might just trigger something. No, I always see this. Humanity, I always emphasize on humanity before anything. Mm-hmm. Humanity before anything. People say a lot of very, a lot of vile things to people. Seriously. 
and it's really really bad personally maybe because i have been tagged as the girl that forms yeah i never really look at somebody and say this person is for me because mm-hmm. i understand i might just understand maybe some people actually think but for some people it's just i they cannot just be the first person to say exactly when you and for me, on social media, I'm the loudest person. Like, if you've not met me before, but, like, you're talking to me on text. Right. I, normally, I'm very bold, but, like, the media boldness is different. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to text you. I'm going to talk to you the way I want to talk to you. But the moment I meet you, like, for the first time, it depends on the relationship I've built with you. Yeah. I might not be able to say the first word unless you make me comfortable in reality. Yeah. Before I am able to relate to you in a certain way. So... That is that is emotional. That's social anxiety for me. Mm. You have to make me comfortable for me to be able to have very good conversations with you. On social media, I can't talk. I have I can say a lot of things, but reality is different. Social media is like it's a place where you can say anything, mm. and then you know that even if they drag you there, they're not here in person. But then when you're talking to somebody, like I have to make conversations. I can just check my AI, like. Is that bad for me? I can be chatting with you and then sometimes I'll not say anything for like I'm going to go and check for conversation on my AI. I went to be like, okay, what am I supposed to say next? If one bad <laughs> I'm the worst person when it comes to conversations. Like if you are not my friend, you get so bored when I'm chatting with you. But I'm like, what should we talk about? I'm the okay, I'm this kind of girls that they're like, How are you? Good. Are you? I'm just <laughs> people will say this on is for Yeah, people say it's for me, but they don't get that. I don't know what to say. It's not for me. I don't know what to say. And you, like, why can't you ask me? Even if you ask me, how was your day? So it's fine. Because how do I tell you that, okay, oh my, I'm going through a lot. Everything is like, like, life in general. And these days, I'm at the verge of collapsing. He says, you cannot even tell somebody you're going through a lot, but the person you think you want to invoice it. <laughs> A lot is going on. A lot is really And they never don't leave the chat. Exactly. <laughs> How do I tell you that oh, I'm at the verge of collapsing? I'm not sleeping well. I cannot close my eyes. I feel guilty sleeping. So. There are so many things. Like, human beings in general are just going through a lot at this point. And we just need to be sympathetic towards each other. Because life itself, ah. And we just need to be nicer to human beings because, wow. I will understand if our parents don't understand the concept of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. But the purpose of this episode is just to educate and sensitize you guys that yeah. social anxiety does exist. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this person is the loudest person with the person's friends does not necessarily mean the person is not socially anxious. You have to yeah. get the person comfortable with you mm-hmm. for you actually see that side of the person. It's not necessarily for me. That's just primitive way of thinking, personally, if you ask me. And if you're a usually anxious person, you should actually seek help. I don't know, seek help. Yeah. I need to seek help. But I think I'm I'm good the way I am right now. <laughs> because if I add any other thing based on the way I am right now, I'll be so powerful. I think when you talk to your friends, just tell someone. It helps. Talking about it really helps. Yeah, it does. I can never overemphasize the fact that we need therapy in Nigeria. The traumatic like, experience you get, but just imagine telling your parents to go and pay so much money for therapy. Even therapy is expensive. Yeah, but expensive. therapy you don't actually need to get an expert or a professional. You can just get like, you can just get like a friend. I'm actually a good listener. Honestly, I only say that disclaimer: don't ever <laughs> if you meet her, she finish and she will laugh at you when you are cool. She will use that against you. 
zone. <laughs> well, yes, you guys. That's so, so toxic, my God. I feel like we have come to the end of um, yeah. this episode. Natasha wants to pick the call. You, 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 you will do the outro before you pick that man's call. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here on today's episode. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening and good at this help. <laughs> you can only seek help. Yeah, seek help. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Don't do that. Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week.